Recording started. I will read your and be glad in it. This is the day the Lord has made. Help me say, This is the day the Lord has made.
Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts, our trespasses, our sins. As we forgive those who are indebted to us, who trespass against us, who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, Heavenly Father, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this another day, another opportunity to praise you, to worship you, to give you thanks for the many things that you have done to us, through us, and for us. Father, you have not dealt with us as our sins deserve, but you have been merciful. You have been patient. You have been kind. You have demonstrated forbearance, love, and compassion. We thank you today, Father. You have been better to us than we deserve. You have been better to us than we can even fathom. We come to say thank you this morning. We come to lift up holy hands without wrath or doubting. All glory, all honor, and all praise goes to you, Heavenly Father. Father, as we continue further in your worship, we pray, Father, that you will speak to us, through us, and for us. As a master cellist uses a cello to play what is in his heart, as a master pianist uses the piano to play what is in his or her heart, we pray, Heavenly Father, that you use us today to share and to display what is in your heart. We trust, Father, you are going to use us today to make beautiful music to your people in the four corners of the earth. You told me a long time ago, Father, that this broadcast would go a lot farther than I ever would. Pray, Heavenly Father, that your good, pleasing, and perfect will be done in the lives and the hearts and the minds of your people in the four corners of the earth. We thank you, Father, for each of them. We pray your continued blessings on our lives, and we pray your continued blessings, Father, on your people's lives throughout the world. We pray, Father, that souls come in to Christ today, 
through the preaching and teaching of your word, that your name, which is above every other name, may be glorified, honored, and praised. These and all other blessings we ask, we count done. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed that God's people say amen. Amen and amen. God bless you, children of God. Once again, I greet, hold on, I greet each of you in the mighty, precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, our strength and our Redeemer. For those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide Headquarters here in Kinston, North Carolina, USA, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word, a place where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of millions of God's people all over the world. We do thank God for each of you. We pray the Lord is blessing you very well wherever this broadcast is locating you. Uh, we do thank God for his mercy, his kindness, and his grace. Lord was dealing with me on something this morning uh, as we were given this scripture in Genesis chapter 20, verse 11. And Lord was dealing with me on this. Uh, oddly enough, while I was in the restroom, actually. Uh, and we'll, we'll take a look at what the Lord shared with me. In Genesis chapter 20, verse 11, uh, the Bible says, Abraham replied, I said to myself, there is surely no fear of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. Now, we are looking at section four in our topic, what? Fear of God. And what the Lord was dealing with me on was how that sometimes we can think that individuals don't know God, that individuals are not connected with God, that it, when in reality, they are. And we are the ones that are in error. Now, let us pray, and we're going to dig down into this today, children of God. Uh, let's lower that camera a little bit. Just tilt it forward just a little. Uh-huh, praise God. Okay. Let us pray. 
Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our strength and our Redeemer. Father, again, we thank you for everything. You have told us to give thanks in all things. We thank you, Father. Just We thank you. We praise you. We glorify you. We pray, Father, you will open our hearts, open our minds, that we may understand better your holy and righteous word. Again, Father, we ask that you forgive us as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Forgive us, Father, for our sins and our iniquities. We, we are not like you in a number of respects, but Father, one respect that we are not like you is that you know everything. We don't. We pray, Father, that you increase our knowledge, understanding, and wisdom that we may be more like you. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, we pray. God's people again say amen. Fear of God. We want to be very careful, children of God, uh, in our assessment of people, places, and things. Um, you know, my spirit is actually going to some individuals, bishops, pastors, and elders, and overseers from around the world. When I was in Pakistan, many people know that Pakistan is a country that has a lot of Muslims. It is considered by many as the Islamic Republic of Pakistan. There are nearly 98, 99% Muslims. And when a number of pastors saw me there and saw me with the saints and and saw our church services and worship, many asked, Apostle, you know, are you preaching in a church or a mosque? You know, based on what we've heard about Pakistan, one pastor even said, can, can these people serve God? In other words, is the fear of God really in this place? Well, well, you know, and my response to him was very well, that the church in Pakistan is alive and well, strong and flourishing and growing, even in the midst of false doctrine, error, and mistakes. So even though many people may not think the fear of God is in that place, God says, I have a remnant, Robert, that loves me, that knows me, that trusts me. I was, I was even amazed. I, we visited 30 churches in 25 days. I don't know if I have ever been so tired in my life, but I was unctioned to press on in the name of Jesus Christ. 
um, as God's people in the great country of Pakistan were displaying a hunger and a thirst for righteousness, frankly, that I don't even see here in the great United States. Now, question is, can they, somebody ask, can these people serve God? My question is, are we really serving God? In the same way you ask, some of you ask, can these people serve God? Can these people really, can, are we really serving God? Well, we thank God for the experience and the opportunity to go into an environment that many question whether the fear of God is there and, and find out that the fear of God was there. And in, in many instances, in many cases, greater than the fear of God displayed in a, a lot of other places that I have been. Well, you say Apostle the Lord was dealing with you in the restroom. He was dealing with me in the restroom in regards to Russia. Now, you all have heard me talking about Russia for the past few days, ever since I received the uh, information that the broadcast was very well received. And out of hundreds of thousands of podcasts, we ranked number 26. So there is a and I was like, Lord, what are you saying? And the Lord was dealing with me, and, and I'm having to paraphrase because I don't remember exactly how he said it, but that it was much like Pakistan in that there are a number of, God said, my people in Russia, that the church in Russia, even though it may have to be, I don't know if it has to be underground or has to be, God said there are a number of his people that number of his sheep that know his voice in the great country of Russia. And he also instructed me to prepare to go, much like Pakistan. So you say, Apostle, what are you letting us know? Just as Abraham thought that King Abimelech and, and the people of Gerar did not have the fear of God, did not know God. That's what Abraham replied, because what Abraham did, he lied, and he said that Sarah, which was his what? Wife was really his sister. And you know, but but the Lord had to intervene. Now, here is Abraham, known as the father of them that believe, known as a man that, that you know, tried very hard to obey God and to do what God said. But here he is now, the one in the wrong. And the king of Gerar, God is talking to in a dream. In other words, these people that Abraham thinks are godless. These people that Abraham thinks don't know God. These people that Abraham thinks God is talking 
So I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister. Some people we may think God is not talking to. God is talking to them better than he's talking to us. Look at what the Bible said in verse six. Then God what? Said to him where? In a dream. Yes. I know you did this with a clear conscience. And so I kept you from sinning against me. Now here is God keeping the king of Gerar from sinning against him. And Abraham was what? Sinning against him. Telling it a lie. That Sarah was a sister. Now she really was, you know, his sister. But he wasn't. It was a lie in the sense that he was trying to say it as if she's not my wife, she's my sister. Sarah was actually, she was actually a sister. You know, she was. But Abraham, the way he was presenting it was as if she was not his wife. So God kept came a, King Abimelech from sin while his patriarch, his manservant, his great was sinning explicitly. So I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister, uh, keep in mind Abraham. Just, just keep it, keep it, understand what that means. Abraham was a man that knew God, a man considered the father of them that believed, the father of righteousness and all this type of thing. But he misjudged, he missed calculated the people of Gerar, King Abimelech of Gerar. These were people that knew God and were even obeying God in an instance better than he was. And he thought they didn't even what? He thought they didn't even know God. Sometimes people we think don't even know God, they know him better than we do. Sometimes we think people that are not obeying God are the ones in obedience and we're the ones in disobedience. So let us be very what? Careful. That's exactly right. God says, that's why I didn't let you touch her. Verse 7. Now return the man's wife. For he is a prophet. He'll pray for you and you will live. But if you do not return her, you may be sure that you and all who belong to you will die early the next morning. Now, now, <laughs> the Lord is dealing with me on something here. Uh, and the Lord says, Robert, have them turn to it. Okay. Now, remember verse 8. What does verse 8 say? Genesis 20 and 8. Early the next morning. All right. Now, turn to Genesis uh, chapter 22, when God was allowing Abraham to be tested and told him to go off his son, look at verse 3. Genesis 22 and 3. What's it say? Early the next morning. So King Abimelech was really a lot like what? It was a lot like Abraham. Sometimes the people we think don't even know God, 
<laughs> are people that are really a lot like more like us than we even know. Abimelech received an instruction from God in the night. He didn't delay. He didn't dilly dally. He didn't procrastinate. He woke up and got busy with obedience to God. What? Early in the morning, Abimelech summoned all his officials. And when he told them all that had happened, they were very much afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham in and said, what have you, why have you, what have you done to us? How have we wronged you that you have brought such great guilt upon me and my kingdom? You have done things to me that should never be done. And Abimelech asked Abraham, what was your reason for doing this? Abraham said, I said to myself. Now, that's where a lot of times, get this down now, that's a lot of times where we make mistakes. It's not what God said to us. It's not what the Spirit spoke to us. It's not what we're listening to God or we're trying to follow the Holy Spirit. or It's the nonsense that we say to our, to our say. my encouragement to you, my encouragement to me, get out of the habit of, of talking to yourself and get in the habit. What? Come on, somebody talk to me of talking to God. God hadn't told Abraham nowhere. God hadn't said this to Abraham nowhere. Even Abimelech want to know where you get this from. Where you get this line of thinking. Where you get this line of reasoning. Where you get this line of processing from. And Abraham tells on himself. I said to myself. See us talking to ourselves. God says Robert. Can be wrong. But God says, me talking to yourself, come on, somebody talk to me, is always right. My encouragement, we're about to close this message. We're not going to be here all day with this. My encouragement to you, to me. And sometimes I be talking to myself. The Lord had to shut me up. What is that nonsense, Robert? Shut up talking to yourself and listen to me. Shut up what you think about the situation. The God said, let me tell you about the situation. Shut up what you think about the people. Let me tell you about those people. Shut up. Let me talk about your ministry. Let me tell you about the ministry I've given you. I encourage you. I encourage me. I encourage us. Let's not, let's not be talking to ourselves. Talk to God. Lord, what you say about this? What Abraham should have done, he says, Lord, what you say about Abimelech and his people? God could have said, they are people that fear me, Abraham. They are not going to kill you. Even though Sarah is beautiful, they're not going to kill you for her. They are people that fear me. See, how are we going to know if one another really fears the Lord unless the Lord tells us? How am I going to know whether you fear the Lord? How are you going to know whether I fear the Lord unless the Lord tells us? Abraham thought to himself, 
said to himself, processed in his little mind, that there's no fear of God in this place. But had he listened to God, he would have known that these people fear God. It's a lot of you, Apostle Russia, you know, you can go to Russia. Is the is Christians in Russia? Is in it? And God told me this morning, so God said, I got a lot of my people there, Robert. That fear me. That know me. That hear and obey my voice. So now you keep talking to yourself and keep making grave errors and keep upsetting God. Or you can start talking to God. And get the truth about people. Places and things. God will give us the truth. About people, places and things. We will be twisted up and telling ourselves lies. Look at what look at what Abraham said. Look at what Abraham said to himself. So Abraham lied to who? No, not Abimelech. Abraham lied to himself. Abraham said, I said to myself, Abraham didn't say it to Abimelech. Abraham thought it about Abimelech. So what do we understand? Sometimes we are thinking lies about people. Sometimes we are thinking lies about places. Sometimes we are thinking lies about things. Abraham said, there is surely no fear of God in this place. They will kill me because of my wife. Then he came back still trying to justify himself in verse 12. Besides, she really is my sister. See, she really, she, she is, she was his sister, but, but that wasn't, and, and everybody's looking at Abraham like, come on now. Yeah, well, one of the things said his intent. That's a good way to put it. Your intent was not that. She really is my sister, the daughter of my father, though not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. And when God had me wander from my father's household, I said to her, this is how you can show your love to me. Everywhere we go, say of me, he is my brother. Then Abimelech brought sheep, cattle, mail female slaves, gave them to Abraham, and he returned Sarah, his wife, to him. The Bible is not going with that nonsense that Abraham is talking about. The Bible says that he returned who? Sarah, his wife. You're talking about sister, and everywhere we go, and say you my broadest nonsense. Your wife. And Abimelech said, my land is before you. Live wherever you like. Fear God. Still, we're going to close with that series today, the Lord willing. You know, we thank God, you know, sometimes. What, what have we learned about? What are some of the things that stand out in your spirits regarding the fear, fear of God? It can what? 
One of the saints is saying that we can be our, our and we are. One of the saints is saying that we can be our own worst enemy. But the truth of the matter is we is. G Jesus said it like this. If any man wants to be my disciple, he must deny himself. See, we a lot of times we're looking at the adversary, looking at demons, we always, you know, our enemies. And the reality is that we are our biggest problem. Jesus said, if any man wants to be my disciple, he must deny himself, pick up his cross. Those are two problems that we have right there. Number one, when we don't deny ourselves, and number two, when we don't pick up our cross. And number three, when we don't follow him. Those are our three problems right there. Don't deny ourself, don't pick up our cross, and we don't follow him. That's what can get us in trouble. Number of things. What are some of the things that just come up in your spirit on, on this series? We God shared a lot of things. One of the things that he's bringing up in my spirit is that, you know, that has been strong in my spirit. We have to be careful with people, places, and things because the fear of God can be in them and we not know it. God know it, but we may not know it. You know, may we recognize when the fear of God is in people and in places and things. You know, Balaam had a donkey that was prophesying for God. And Balaam didn't even recognize that his donkey was prophesying. He's beating the donkey. You know, and the donkey was telling him what God said. First thing, a donkey talking, saying anything should, should get your attention. But a donkey that is prophesying ought to really keep your attention. What else? What else comes up, children of God? Fear of God. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. The adversary, the more attractive we become to God, the more attractive we become to the adversary. God is attracted to us to lift us. The adversary is attracted to us to destroy us. Very, very powerful. What else? We can deceive ourselves. We can deceive ourselves. So, you know, we thank God for so many wonderful revelations i pray that we not just hear god's word but that we become doers of his blessed word may we put these words into practice in our lives um and i you know and I'm, I'm hearing the Lord speaking my spirit because I'm like, Lord, are you preparing me for uh, Russia? And Lord says, I am. I, I believe that very, very well. Um, this was a scripture that has really uh, opened my eyes to some things. You know, um, and I'm hearing something in my spirit, and I'm hoping this is God talking to me. 
God said, Robert, there's not a nation on earth where I don't have some of my people. Now, you know, there may be a lot of countries where, you, you know, uh, that are predominantly this religion or that religion, but God's people are all over the world. Some may be, have to be in hiding. Some may have to be underground churches, so to speak, or you know, have to keep it quiet. But God's people are all, all over the world. And it is time for, for us to unite people of God. You know, we may call ourselves Anglican or Presbyterian or Catholic. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is God's only begotten son? Do you believe that God raised him from the dead? If so, then we are God's people. And we need to come together in the mighty name of Jesus. Understand who is fighting you and me as children of God from coming together, slapping all kinds of labels on us so that we won't come together. That is the adversary. We are God's people. If we have confessed with our mouth and believed in our heart, the Lord Jesus and that what? God has done what? Raised him from the dead. We are saved. We are God's people. Let's don't get caught up in a lot of this other nonsense. God bless you, children of God. Heaven smile on you. Bless the closing now. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name. Praise him, praise him. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Lord Jesus. Blessed be the name. Oh, blessed be the name. Praise him, praise him. Blessed be the name. Of the Lord, blessed be the name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Saints, you can reach us through email at https colon forward slash forward slash thadfg dot wixsite dot com forward slash tcccww. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes daily. On Facebook, join us on Robert Bryant. On YouTube, join us on the Christian Center Church channel. We can even be reached by phone at plus 252-525-4777. 
Donations should be sent by using the donation button on TalkShoe, Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen.